So, um, the new Batgirl costume sucks. Here we go. <gasps> oh, my God. I, I keep saying this. Like, if... It, 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 okay, it's definitely appealed to women. I've definitely seen a lot of, like, people making fans It's not just that it. it's appealed to women. She looks ten years younger now. Yeah, but, I mean, it's it's definitely geared towards women. And the thing is, is I'm thinking, well, how many of you are actually going to buy that book? I don't None. think any of you. No, and that's the that's the thing. Like, I'm I'm wondering, like, do because like they're saying, well, it's gonna be like Veronica Mars, and it's gonna be like her with her friends and all this shit. And I'm like, okay, that's not Barbara Gordon though. The thing is this, and the thing that most people don't understand about Barbara Gordon character is, is as she was written in the comics, and one of the one of the important things about her character is she was a late bloomer. Yeah. Because the thing is this, she wasn't the popular kid. She was always in the library because she was picked on. And, yeah, but see, and, now and, she... And, and that, that's, that's the thing. And, 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 she did, and, and she studied gymnastics and martial arts to, as, 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 a way to, as, a, as a way of release, as a way to escape that. Not as, a, not as, as she's the most popular girl in school. She wasn't. She was, even in college, she wasn't the most popular girl in school. She, was, she hung out with, with Dick Grayson, the, the shut-in. Dick, she shut down. Show. She she hung out with Dick Grayson, the circus guy. Yeah, the the guy who's raised by the rich guy, and he acts weird, and he doesn't go to parties, you know. And and he was literally raised by the circus. Yeah, so it's like, I, I see what they're going for here. And when I first saw the character, I thought maybe this is a new Batgirl, which case I I could be okay with it then, because it's like, oh, this is a new character, you know. No, it's Barbara Gordon. So they've just stripped her of everything that was good about her and just said, hee hee, let's go shopping. And, you know, I was looking at the uh, the character model sheet and there's this thing that explicitly states no this boots. is leather, not spandex. And it shows it – it definitely like widens where the boobs would be, but it's like, it's like no overhang. And, of course, I go on to DeviantArt and every single piece of fan art that I've seen – Including the women, all draw the boobs as you normally would on a superhero, i.e., yeah. with, with the rounded overhang. It's, it's like that's the one thing that they that they explicitly stated, don't do this, and like everyone does it anyway. So I'm like, of what course. was what was the point then? I mean, the, the point... costume itself is inoffensive enough. I don't really have a problem with it's it. It's overdesigned, in my opinion. A little, yeah. It's going to be simplified by committee anyway. People are going to be like, this is a little too complicated. I'll just yeah. erase this line and that line. And, and Neil's right is how the, the character sheet specifically says, don't draw breasts. I, I, I just sort of looked at that and I was like, you know, she had nice healthy C's and there was nothing wrong with that. Like, she can't breathe with the, with, if, if she's bound that tightly. She's not bound that tightly. I think they've finally just made her an A cup. I think that they think that this will appeal to women, like making making girls boyish and making boys girlish. That'll bring the women in. No, they so, love men. Like, have you not gone to Tumblr? Have you not seen all the sexy men pictures? Like, <laughs> well, it's it's actually funny because you know it's it's very David Willis esque. No- logic here here come the letters yeah. and well, i'm trying to figure, i'm trying to come up with the, the perfect term for these uh, so-called feminists these social justice retards i think they're just social justice warriors and you just leave it at that i mean the thing is is like well, i i, I, I like talking. i like okay. the i like the classic rush limbaugh term feminazi well like see like i really don't like that because like the thing is is that 
I am a feminist. I believe that women should have choice. Women should have the ability to live a fulfilling life the same as men should be able to. I guess I should really honestly just say I'm a humanist because I believe that like everyone has the right to have a fulfilling, happy life. And like that means maternity, paternity, equal rights for everyone and things like that. But I'm not going to say like that girl having a cups is like a win for feminism. It's kind of a confiscated term now. It is. And like, it's, I can't, and like, I don't, I, it's like a tough, I actually just sort of want to call myself a humanist because it's like, yeah. seriously, I just like, want everyone to like yeah. have the same rights. And like, maybe there are rights that are like different for women and men. And yeah. we might have to accept that there's gray areas. Yeah. And I feel kind of bad kind of crapping on it sometimes because I know. That, when I was a kid, feminism meant something completely different. So yeah. it's like, I understand. It's just, it, it's a, it's an uncomfortable area right now. And I've just kind of like tread lightly around it. I, uh, I would, I could go into this and I could go into like, there's been some like, you know, conditioning towards changing what it is, but like that, that's, that's an entire episode to itself. And we shan't even go into that. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's not even the de-aging of the character because if the character was drawn to be 22 in that mm. costume, the costume itself still sucks because the costume is over-designed. Well, yeah, that's the other thing. Like I kept thinking the whole time that Kate is going to get ripped off every single fucking time because like, they're just going to be like, Oh, I got to draw a Kate and all those lines. Nope. Yeah. It's, it's over-designed. Well, it looks cool and it makes great fan art. Uh, I guess, and also, here's the thing I've been saying also about this costume, uh -huh. and when I say it, you're going to get it. It looks exactly like a cross between Hit Girl and Kick-Ass. You're right. It's action. It's drama. It's comedy. It's Decian, the superhero webcomic. Decian's got superhero antics and sexy girls. Read it now at Decian.com. D-A-S-I-E-N dot com. Homestar10.net. It's dot com. What's up, fools? It's the Hello and welcome again to Animation Fictionados. Tonight we'll be talking about Homestar Runner. Um, of course, I'm my co-host, uh, TV's Mr. Neil. I say, Ben, you did a great job there. And also with us is Kitty Hawk. I was raised by a cup of coffee. Don't look now, but I won the Powerball. Okay, and uh, <laughs> let's start this about Homestar Runner. Uh, I gotta be honest, I barely remember Homestar Runner. Well, it started as, uh, what just happened? Did we lose someone? Um, I think I just dropped for a second. So did I. I dropped for a second, too. Okay, well, okay. I got It started as I, a... Okay, it started, <laughs> it started as a cartoon made by the brothers Chapman, and, uh, the original cartoons were kind of, um, well, I guess we've all been through this, we're just making comic, making cartoons on the internet, is that the first ones are not very good. They they had very weirdly timed and 
you know, it takes it, ta- it takes like everyone like a half second to react to something. It's like very weird, but over time, it took like the cartoons started to started to uh, improve. It's kind of like watching uh, cartoons from the twenties and watching them evolve uh, yeah. into cartoons of the forties, and only like on a much faster scale. And like it it started it started to become good around I'd say around like a jorp well done, but even that was kind of a slow cartoon. It 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 slowly started warming up, and then I think it started to hit its stride with the with the strong bad emails, mm. and that's where most of the content on the website comes from. That's why I think a lot of people came in was around yeah. that, yeah. The cheat, yeah, the cheat, yeah, yeah. It started as a storybook actually, like it, um, the way they describe it. I'm not sure if it's like intended to be a parody, but it's kind of like written to be kind of a kind of like a your basic dumb storybook made for children, except like it's even weirder than that. It's like, well, it makes sense that they went on to do like children's programming after yeah. they were working on this. Cause like, man, I, it really was like a little children's book. And if you see the, um, the Mario paint thing that they did the first one, cause you know, the first cartoon was actually done on Mario paint. And I remember seeing that and I was like, Oh my God, I used to do that too. That's so cool. Except <laughs> yours is better. And actually has music, not meow 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 meow. <laughs> and Homestar himself is kind of the—he's uh, like a jock character, and uh, it's—it seemed like the the early cartoons are kind of kind of evolved around sports. Like, Home, mm-hmm. like I said, Homestar was the jock. You had the Coach Z. <laughs> you had you had Strong Bad, who was like the other jock, but he was like uh, the wrestler slash boxing guy. It's, yeah. And that's the thing: all the sports are kind of vague. It's not. Really, like in the one cartoon, you always see like the the field that has a basketball hoop and a and a football yeah. uh, thing on it, and it's like <laughs> it's always these very strange settings that you don't it's like it's never clear what anyone even excels at. Even Coach C, it's like what the hell sport does he coach for? <laughs> sport, sports ball, that's it. Sarcastic ball. Calvin ball. <sighs> Calvin ball. But. Yeah, I remember when Homestar came out, and it was just like, just watch it. Like, there'd be a new one, and you'd just be like, Because back then, it was just like, there wasn't a lot like lot of like series or anything like that on the internet. It was mostly, at that point, still kind of very heavily meme-based, no YouTube. And very new. Uh, the thing is, the fact yeah. that here are these guys that stuck with it longer than two weeks... Well, the thing is, is like it was all flash based, and like if you and at the time, like oh my god, flash looked so freaking terrible back then. Like it was like uh, Fire Z missile styles was like the level at which we were getting flash, and then these guys come along and they were using like three D techno like three D techniques in flash, and it was just like whoa, this is crazy. Like these guys are just not animators, just guys. I know, but like I said, the reason why they persevered is because they've stuck with it, because lots of those early Flash animators, I mean, from the Newgrounds age. Hmm. Yeah, they're not, they're, well, some of them, they went on to do other things, but, but the thing is. Let's talk about the breakaway character from. Well, I think it was also just the world built, like there was a world, like they had an entire, like, you could basically say like, Who's Marzipan? Well, Marzipan is um, Homestar Runner's girlfriend, and she hates Strong Bad, and she's pretty indifferent to you know blah 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 blah. And, but that brings, a, that brings that brings me to. Well, before you transition real fast <laughs> here, uh, 
I just wanted to highlight something that we kind of touched on, which which is that this this series predates YouTube and Newgrounds. It's like yeah, this this came on the internet and there was nothing else like it anywhere. Mm-mm. It was like I don't know if it was the first thing that was made for the internet that was this kind of this kind of entertainment, but it was no. very very early. It wasn't the first because I used to watch a series called Catman um, mm. that from like 1999 um and like then there was a critic as well but um let's not talk about that yeah yeah. i think what happened is it's like but there's a thing that 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 i have to explain like all these things i'm talking about were like around 1999 to 2000 and then there seems there was a gap at which like they tried to do this media thing with flash like macromedia tried to do it and it just totally failed and then later on, like Flash just became a little bit more common because more people started using it. And then Helmstar just showed up and everyone had forgotten about all these like the web series that had happened. And Homestar just shows up and everyone's like, what the hell is this? And I was like, oh, my God, it's coming back. We're going to have yeah. web series. Yeah, I, I remember I had a hard time explaining what Homestar was to people. I'm like, have you have you watched Homestar on the Internet? And. I'd be talking to people who had like slow internet connections and they'd be like, I can't, I can't be downloading a cartoon. I'm like, no, no, it's not like a, it's not like an MPEG. It's like, it's like a flash file. What's a flash file? And I'm like, oh man, I got to get out the chalkboard and do like a flow chart and explain what this is. It's like, it doesn't take, okay, still on slow speeds. It took a while to download, but not as much as like downloading a, you know, a a five minute video. of Yeah. Move or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, like, I remember, yeah. Um, I just would just show them. Honestly, that was the best thing to do. I just say, go to the frickin' website, check it out. Now, I was fortunate that I was in uh, college, I think, at the time when it came. No, I wasn't in college. Yeah, I was in college at the time. And um, and we had broadband, so it loaded really fast. But even on dial-up, it worked really fine because, like, I'd have to go home and it just worked. You know, take a little longer to load, but once it loaded, it was fine. Mm-hmm. That was what was so great about Flash back, back in the day. And you could save the files. But uh, just just think about all those early other people who tried to make you know flash cartoons and make a thing out of it, like and make series of it, like uh, like Regurge and and uh, Twisted Wire. And I hear you all going, huh? Because exactly. The only oh, other I- one I can recall from the time period is this this guy. I don't remember the name of the series, but it was like this homeless guy, or not homeless. He it was jobless, and he was that was basically the cartoon. It was it was about him. Uh, you know, being without a job, and he'd, he'd always like, uh, he'd always talk about how he, he would eat Pringles and uh, and uh, fud, fud, fudge stripe cookies. You know what I'm talking about? It's like this guy in this blue robe. Yeah, and, I vaguely remember that series. Yeah. But the weird thing about that was like he had this loading screen, and it would make like this, it make like the sound was like, whoop, whoop. and it was like the sound of like whenever I had like a really bad headache. You know how you can hear the. The blood rushing through your head. It was that sound. <laughs> oh, and I yeah. was like, I was like, oh, I gotta step away from this. <laughs> it's like he somehow he captured that sound, and I I couldn't stay by the computer. Well, another example of one of these early people is uh, rather good. Um, yeah. Which what's really funny is rather good. Good did this stupid video of these two hamsters, or they call them sponge monkeys, uh, singing. Oh, yeah, we love the we. Good. We love the moon, and for oh. some reason, Quiznos is like, "This is our next ad campaign." Oh, but you remember right. it. You freaking remember it. You remember that ad campaign to this day. 
Like, I remember that we ad love campaign. You, I remember that ad campaign. I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I loved it. I it's referencing something it. that I don't understand. I, oh. I loved it. The minute I saw I saw that, I was like, I'm in love. Um, oh man. Oh, do you remember yeah. uh, Camp Chaos? The uh, yeah. ones who made the cartoons about uh, Metallica suing Napster. And oh, like but, yeah, yeah, I love those I are love awesome. <laughs> Oh, but let, let's go back to to uh, and Skajo was one of my favorites. Let, let's go back to Homestar Runner and talk about the breakout character of Homestar Runner. Yeah, wasn't supposed to be the breakout character, but giving him his own uh, email web series was uh, a, a feat of genius. It started out as this was just going to be like this this very easy thing to animate. It's just him at the computer, his mouth opening and closing, and that's all it would be like him typing at the keyboard. <laughs> It'd be and very filmmaking. They really, they really should have known better because within like the first ten episodes, it started to become much more complex. <laughs> it actually became the entire universe if you get down to it. Like at yeah. some point, people were asking, like, "Who's Homestar Runner, and why is it this? Sh- this is why Strong is this, Bad. Why, why is the Strong Bad show called Homestar Runner?" <laughs> yeah, I actually had someone ask me that, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh shit." Um. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I remember I got into it. I think it was a strong. It was when the strong bad emails were like. I think it was actually like when there were only like nine of them that I discovered it, and I went through the whole site. I just memorized everything because it was just like, oh my god, this is like the best thing ever. <laughs> and I got T-shirts, and I really wanted a cheap plush. I just really loved that series. It was just like one of the best things that was around at that time because. It was completely fan made, and they made it the way they wanted it. And I think that's why everyone liked it was because it they weren't like trying to play up to anyone. They were just doing their own thing, and I think that's how you make something good. It's just doing what you want, and what they wanted to do was a fake children's series almost, which <laughs> then they went on to make real children's series, which I'm gonna have to say this. I love you guys, but I did not like. Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> but Yo Gabba, I, Gabba Gabba had uh, had who show uh, up again, Neil? Um, you're you're talking as if I've watched Yo Gabba Gabba. <laughs> he sang his famous song. Um, <laughs> music um, video. Um, Gangnam Style. No. Well, I think actually yes, but uh, come on, Neil. I. Don't know what you're talking about. Paul Williams. Paul. Oh, okay. Well, he has many famous songs. Did he sing the Rainbow Connection? On Yoga Abigail, yes, he did. Well, of course, it's Disney, so why not? (laughs) But, yeah, I tried to watch Yoga Abigail because everyone was like, oh, my God, this show is so good. And I'm like, okay, well, it's the Homestar Runner guys, so it's got to be good, right? I think they sort of censored themselves too much. It, 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 it borders on, like, annoying, because I know what it is, because it's, chi- it's four children, and they think, you know, there's a lot of repetition, and there's a lot of, like, framing. So I think if, like, but the thing is, is, like... It's like saccharine sweet. Yeah, I think yeah. it sort of goes beyond, like, what I think children's programming is into sort of, like, toddler programming. You know, like, kind of, like pretty pictures on the screen. I mean, the production values are really good and the songs are very catchy. I, I recognize that this is like 
if I were like two or three or a parent, I'd be freaking in love with this. So but deal. It's not for oh, me. Well, this all ties into why uh, uh, cartoon, why uh, Homestar Runner remains to this day independent because they could mm-hmm. have they could have sold Homestar Runner to either Cartoon oh, yeah. Network or uh, Disney, but they were like, well, you have to make it so that they don't reference cold ones or say holy crap or this sucks. They can't say oh, any yeah. of those things. And the Chapmans were like, well, we're making money hand over fist, so why would we do I that? Think, I think they were offered money a couple of times. Yeah, and they, and they were just that. like, no, no, we're going to. Which was the to- smartest thing in the world. Like, keep that keep that pure, go make something else for someone else, which that's what the smart creators do. They tend to go, yeah, you like that thing, but you're not getting that thing. Why don't I make you a new thing? <laughs> yeah, it's like, look what happened to Ren and Stimpy. Yeah. You have well, you have you have an opportunity that John Kay never had, which was to re- release your cartoons independently of the corporations. Yeah. So. And say screw you to the corporations. Yeah, right. and that's 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 why like that was why I think Homestar Runner was also just like people just loved the hell out of it was because it was sort of this there were no commercials. It was there wherever you wanted it. It was the future right there in front of you. And and they did make game well, we haven't talked talked about the games which they made. Which were like adventure games. <laughs> they came out a good bit after they had stopped doing the cartoon, and they were pretty good. Um, I remember playing. They were on Wii, and I remember playing through a couple. I think we played. weren't there like two of them or something like that? I can't remember. It was a long time ago. What I love That's is true. is the <laughs> cheat, and they always dress them as the cheat. <laughs> the cheat. Yeah, even oh, when it's grammatically awkward, it's like, hey, the cheat. Yeah. Because he's the cheat, uh, the rave, the rave. Whenever he'd do the light and like swing the little, little glow stick. The system is down. I love that. It was great. It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Do you like retro shows? Did you grow up in either the 80s or the 90s? Then tune into Telecast, GeekCastRadio.com's newest podcast. Join us here on the telecast as we revisit some of your favorite shows, such as Clarissa Explains It All, Salute Your Shorts, Saved by the Bell, and much, much more, only on GeekCastRadio.com. Are you looking for a weekly dose of gaming news and retro? Check out Off the Cuff, available Fridays on GeekCast Radio Network from the producers of XRG. New name, same... Yes, that's right. We have traveled to Eternia to enter Castle Grayskull. Join Optimus Solo and TF2 and Mike as they find themselves telling tales of Eternia. We cover all things He-Man in this 45-episode-long podcast. You can find us on iTunes and www.geekassradio.com. By the power of Grayskull, we all have the power. And now, back to the show. I can still remember all this stuff. And like, and I guess that's why I'm so happy that this is happening, is because it's like, Oh, it's like my memory. It's like this is the nostalgia I've been waiting for. Early <laughs> internet nostalgia. But I mean, I'm gonna say this. I'm, I'm really hoping it's. I'm really hoping it comes back strong. But I think it will. I'm. I've, I've got a good feeling. It's gonna come back strong, bad. Yes. Uh-huh. Ha ha.
but not strong sad. Oh. <laughs> Speaking of whom, he became progressively less sad as the series went on. He got more surly. He, yeah. he started snapping back at people. Well, strong surly doesn't really, you know, uh, yeah. pull off well, the He tongue. should evolve into strong surly. <laughs> oh, that would be funny as shit. Well, surly, you can't be serious. No. Oh. Uh, don't call me surly. <laughs> Um, now I'm thinking of like I'm just thinking of all my favorite moments like when when Strongbad gets gets drunk on soy sauce and gets on top of the snack bar and goes I'm gonna take the snack bar to the moon. That was in an episode where they were doing flashbacks, except that was a flashback to an episode that never happened. Yep, I love, I love those kind of flashbacks. Yeah, yep. like the second episode of Clerks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> or um or the Simpsons uh they whenever they do clip shows they throw in extra bits which I always thought was funny yeah but yeah <sighs> and then Trogdor was like I I was actually watching Trogdor the other day and then I saw the announcement that they were coming back I was like holy shit this is awesome Trogdor was a man <laughs> he was he was a dragon man. <laughs> Also a dragon. <laughs> uh, I never... the, thing, the thing that's really hard to do is is doing this kind of thing without being too random. And, and that's the thing that's really hard to do with, with these sorts of internet phenomenons. Because I see people, not all the time, but I've seen people in the past and present and probably in the future where they try to create like an internet sensation on purpose. And it's like... Dude, you're trying too hard. Just stop. Well, Homestar Runner isn't really random. It's really all the stupid things that like teen boys would do. It's like <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the funny sort of memes we'd come up with before memes was a thing. It's like I recognize all those all those trends when I watch it. Well, that's yeah. what I mean. It's a, like I said, you know, you see someone else trying to be popular, they try to create a meme. Mm-hmm. You know. It, well, they In were fact, like I said, they're doing what they wanted. They, they were doing exactly what they wanted to do, not trying to play up to people, which I think is why it's so good. In fact, Strong Bad actually reminds me of a guy I knew in high school. He, would even, <laughs> he didn't have the grovelly voice, but he would be like uh, – he'd talk about like all the ladies he would hang out with, and you'd never see these girls ever. And yeah. we'd, we'd kind of like toss an insult at him, and he'd be like, "What are you talking about?" You know that kind of, <laughs> that kind of thing. It's like this oh. guy, you never see the girls, but he's like, he's always talking about how he's macking on people. I'm like, whatever. Can you do the Can you do the uh, Ken Clark S voice one more time for us, Neil? Oh God, that's from uh, the first. I think that's the first time you see uh, Stinko Man, the 20 XD6 first, and yeah. uh, and like. Uh, Oh, I oh, oh yeah, Homestar walks on screen. He's like, you're the guy, and I want to be the guy too. And he goes, no way, you're just a kid. Maybe when you're older. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I didn't get it at that point, but I saw Akira after that, and I was like, oh, my God, they were doing Cam Clark. <laughs> yep. Ah, uh, so great. Oh, Cam Clark. You only have two voices. <laughs> but yeah, this, I'm really happy this is coming back because I can also like share it with people that I, you know, I've been saying, oh my god, Homestar Runner, and I, I, I never saw Homestar Runner. It's like, oh, oh my god, we got to get you up to speed. <laughs> yeah, where are like, some, where are some other early internet phenomenons you remember? I don't know. 
Catman. Um, let's see what else. Uh, Skajo used to do stuff, and I loved I loved the fuck out of her shit. Um, see, the thing is, is like when you think back to that time, you really can't think of like there weren't series really. Like that's what I think made Homestar Runner so special was because it was mostly just random flash animations on the internet. And there wasn't any continuity to them at all. Like, like I said, like, I only saw like really series like in the early 2000s and then they sort of just went away. And I think it was just because like when Macromedia was willing to pay for all that, they had them. But once they weren't willing to pay for that, it sort of just went fallow. And then these guys emerged. Macromedia was brought by Adobe pretty quickly. Yeah, around 2004, if I recall. Um yeah, it, and then it started to suck after that. Yeah, Homestar was really ahead of the curve on a lot of things. I mean, um, one thing they mentioned in a recent uh, interview online was that they were really ahead of the curve on the whole video game nostalgia thing. Like, no one was doing that at the time. In yeah. fact, the, he said that, uh, like, people are like, what are you doing referencing old video games? Who, who would even uh, identify with this? And it turned out everybody because, you know, of course, that was also the same time that uh, people were downloading emulators for the first time. And, yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, translating games like Final Fantasy V. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and I have the played the translation. Time. It is uh, pretty good. Yeah, you should go with the uh, Game Boy Advance version, I think. Yeah, yeah I think they, they were ahead of, their cur- ahead of the curve, and I think that's why everyone loved them. And also kind of why it was so obscure was because... You're right. There were people going, I knew people who actually would say to me, why would you want to play with an old console? And I was like, what, why, why would you not? And they're like, well, it's old. I'm like, okay, great. Ageist. Yeah, well, it's mostly just like anything made before I was born. Is, it's not really uh, ageist. It's just people who are such, I'm joking I, don't to, I don't want to say like tech snobs, but it was like, they saw it as like, I know they just saw it, they saw it like, as like a turntable versus a CD player, and I'm like, that's not really an apt that's... comparison. It's like it's more like older games are more functional than the games that are being produced in the mid '90s. Like you could play an N64, and then you could play a Super Nintendo. Guess which one has better games? Yeah, I, I well, think N64 was... was more of like a science project than a real console. Well, <sighs> it was more it was more like Nintendo Nintendo screwed up everything and had to fall back on that because yeah no no nintendo oh well that's another episode why nintendo fucked up (laughs) you know you guys you guys were asking uh what what were some other early uh, internet phenomenons Hmm. i remember one that was like i think it was called the sick bitches and it was like these girls who would it was it was almost like Encyclopedia Dramatica, but it was before that. And these it's like these these girls who would just go around the internet and just make fun of like anything and everything. And they would also review anime. And I I just remember this one that stuck out. I don't remember the name of the anime per se, but it was like it, it, this one character was like obviously gay, and they they said something like uh, this guy is so gay he's reading the paper while cooking his low fat dinner or something like that. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and drinking a glass of wine. Okay. See, I, but it's like, I, I can't find that page anymore. And I remember the first time I saw that, I just laughed hysterically <laughs> that anyone would describe a gay man like that. See, I remember I remember the original, uh, like, Watch Mojo way back in the day. Yeah. 
and they had they had like web series like the the uh, the Lonely Astronaut. Yeah. You remember that Neil? Not really. The Lonely Astronaut was a Flash cartoon about this astronaut that's stuck on the moon. Okay. And he's been stuck on the moon since 1962, and he's talking to Mission Control every day, and pretty much they they act like it's no big deal he's stuck on the moon, and he's pissed off because he's been stuck on the moon. Ah, oh, okay. And that's pretty much the whole premise you know, you know, basically every episode they make him wave his arms and shout, "I'm stuck on the fucking mood" or something like that. They also did this one series called Real True History, where which I showed Neil, mm. where Real True History basically makes fun of uh, like history program show. Neil actually thought it was a real history program <laughs> for only a brief moment until like clear until there was. A, a clear, clear sign that it was a joke. Yeah, yeah, it was a clear sign. Because I went in about thirty minutes, thirty seconds, Neil. You see, I've seen pick, I've seen History Channel programs where they have like limited photography, and they have to keep passing over the same uh, photographs a few yeah. times. And as soon as they mention the guy's kids, and they passed over his crotch, I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is a parody. Yeah. <laughs> because it was so deadpan. <laughs> It it had you for about thirty seconds though. Yeah. Because you immediately messaged me back. <laughs> oh, I love shows like this. <laughs> <laughs> but that was another series they did back then. I... Yeah. Well, it'll be good to see. Like now we're getting into early internet nostalgia since we've had our eighties nostalgia, nineties nostalgia. Now it's time oh. to have our two thousands nostalgia. Yes, uh, VH1's going to release I Love the 2000s. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess it's time to do that. <laughs> I just wonder how much the early internet is even preserved. I a remember lot of, a, lot, a lot of stuff that I remember is just gone. Yeah, I, ha I, like, I search for things occasionally. Now, there is a good bit has been preserved, like the bigger memes and things, but... There's comics that are missing. There's videos that you'll never get back. In AD 2101, what was beginning? I have that some... will always be. Yes. I actually was listening to that the other day. Ah. Uh, yeah. It's a great song. It is. It's really good. Now, I do have some of the stuff saved from the older internet. Like, I've got a few. I have a mini CD saved somewhere with a bunch of that shit on there. I've got a lot of the early memes, like, backed up just because like I was like okay yeah maybe I'll maybe this will be important one day yeah you probably have a treasure trove yeah I it's Some, not as big it's not as big as it once was though that's the thing someone has has I think has a torrent of like everything that was on uh, uh, GeoCities ever yeah you can get that that's that's really cool to go through GeoCities yeah Geo, go through GeoCities I'm actually not backed. A lot of my stuff isn't backed up. Actually, I found out. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I wonder if any of mine is backed up. That's where that's where this scene started. Was on GeoCities. Well, like, um, like my car capture Sakura page. I don't have a backup of, of it anymore because the um, disc was corrupted. So I don't have that. I don't have a lot of that anymore. But I do have my Dukleon page from back then backed up. Mm. Um, and you can find it, like, if you go to archive.org, but it's really sad, because I had, like, 
had translations. I had fo- like pick fan art that people had done, and, and hmm. now I'm getting depressed. <laughs> <laughs> but Homestar should make you happy. Yeah, it does, that depressed. does make me happy. I'm also going through all my old uh, movies that I have, and I have movies I can't even run anymore because I don't have something to play it with anymore. You don't have a Betamax? I don't have a real, real. I don't have real player. They, they, oh, there, are, there are things that are codex packs that will play it for you. Yeah, right? I, I know. I could probably get it. I'm just looking through my my list of of movies, and I've got like crazy commercial stuff that like I saved. Oh my god, did I actually save that? No, that's not what. I, uh, that's not what it is. Anyway, yeah, I've got some stuff saved. Good. One day, maybe I'll just release it all because it's early internet stuff. I remember collecting some older comics. Yeah. Back in the day that were first being released, you know, online before everything. And I saved the zip files, and the zip files used to work, but now they don't anymore. Nope. I've got, um. That's one of the worries about, uh, old Homestar Runner videos is that one day Adobe may, uh, update Flash in such a way that those old videos don't work anymore. Yep. Yeah. But I'm not too concerned about that because we also live in a world where DOSBox exists. And yeah. if somebody spent the time to make that, then someone is bound to make a, a classic Flash player. So I don't think the old Homestar videos are going to die. Someone, someone did make yeah. a classic. Someone did make a classic Flash player already. Ah, okay. So we already have a means of uh, retrieving those. If anything, if Adobe pulls any shenanigans. Yeah. Which they will. Well, and as, yeah. and as as Flash becomes less used, I mean, let's be honest. Like, I go to sites now, and I see very very little Flash used now. So. Especially since I started using Flash Blocker. Well, yeah, a, Safari has that built has that already like default. So. Flash Blocker, AdBlock Plus. Yep, that's what I got. Cause I, I mean. You know, I do not let the ads play. I, I, I'm just more like, nope, you're full of malware. Go away. And so, makes... so listeners, please download AdWare. Ad, the, uh, AdBlock. AdBlock. Plus. Yep. It's, it's free, it's and it makes your experience on so many different sites, including YouTube, a lot better. And it makes advertisers cry, so that's awesome. Makes other people cry, too, which is even more awesome. <laughs> um, Find a different revenue model, please. Yes. <laughs> Hey, why don't you sell me things? Actually sell me things. Like Homestar Runner. The, the, yeah. The, the shop at Homestar Runner actually uh, uh, funds the entire site. They, they've never had to run ads because of that shop. It's like always got business. Yeah, exactly. J- just like how Sesame Street sustained itself entirely on merchandising. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the way to – that's what I've been talking to people about lately is like that's actually how you make your money is you don't make it on the actual thing. You make it on the – Peripheral things. I mean, every time someone says, "Well, Sesame Street, you know, needs uh, needs uh, needs needs," and I'm like, "You know how much they make off of merchandising? They don't need our money." Uh, well, I, I thought Sesame Street was brought to us by the letter E. Yeah. The letter E has very deep pockets, Neil. Yes. Yeah. Well, the letter K for Coke. But I'm really looking forward to Homestar Runner, and it'll give me something else to watch along with CGR and my other web shows like TNT Amusement's Pinball Show. Well, I like to watch shows like Tested and uh, 
Oh yeah. I mean, like I, I, I've been thinking about it lately and I have not turned it to the TV in a long time. Like I, I honestly watch only web series for the most part. I love tested by the way. If you, if you're a tech person, you should watch yeah. tested and, uh, in uh, the other web series I like, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, if you if you want to watch some like old school arcade fun, uh, it's on YouTube. It's called TNT Amusements, and it's hosted by this guy called Todd Tucky, and it's basically an infomercial. I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. But he looks into old pinball machines. He shows you the mods that he's doing. So he, he's like uh, Ben Heckendorn. Yeah, he really honestly is, and he did this ama- He he has this guy named Frank who does like the most amazing mods and it's just, and there are just tons and tons of videos. And I really recommend it because the guy has like amazing knowledge about the industry and about how things work. And he can, he can just like off the top of his head, he can tell you pretty much everything about the machine that he's telling you about. So, yeah. and for my friend actually B who's been on the show, she met him. She went to Pennsylvania and met him at his uh, showroom. Oh, so, yeah, another, she got a picture with him. That's awesome. Oh, another I know, thing and I I'm love, like, oh my god, I'm so jealous. Another thing I love watching is uh, apparently speedruns on classic games are a huge thing. Oh, yeah. You can watch these 100% speedruns on like Mario World, and you learn like this game has so many different uh, like sprite glitches and sprite collisions that mm-hmm. these people that do speedruns are able to like like. Do you did you know that the that that cloud that you can ride could be turned into an item in your item box in really? Mario World. Yeah. I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so what you do is you go to Yoshi's Island 1, yeah. and, uh, you know, right where you get Yoshi, and, uh, you know, you, you throw a shell, and yeah. Yoshi swallows the shell just as it's coming back to him on one of, on one of those steps, right when the, the uh, running chuck pops on the screen. What that does is it forces Yoshi to eat the running chuck, because the chuck spawns at the edge of the screen and spawns where the shell is. Yeah. And that will in turn put an item, put a null item into Mario's item box, which turns into the cloud. Uh. Okay. Okay. And it's what's, like... What's the cloud do again? Well, Mario can jump into the cloud and ride it. Okay, yeah, that's right. Okay. And that totally breaks the game, to be able to summon that cloud whenever you want to. That's awesome. That's probably some item like to get you through levels like really quick during the debug. And you you see these people doing things like counting the frames and saying, well, technically Mario is still falling down and he hits and he hits and he jumps on someone like even at an angle, but he still the animation is still going down. <laughs> it still it counts as a hit. It's like, yeah. wow, how many times did you play the game to figure that out? Well, it's really cool that we can actually like watch shows like this. I think like that's what I'm so why the internet has been such a joy to me is like I can find things like that. Like those are interesting to us instead of like turning on the TV and what's on. Maybe there's something I'm interested in. Well, there's a rerun of Everybody it's... Loves Raymond. Fuck that shit. You know, and that's why Nintendo really ought to let people monetize their their videos of them playing video games because it really kind drives of sales? yeah drives sales. It's like you're you want to make money off a of virtual console, right? Let these people make money <laughs> showing your goddamn games, idiots. No, no, no. I mean, I I can't believe that. Well, it, it's it's all these media companies just seem to not understand that 
you know the fan stuff drives sales, right? Mm-hmm. And they they're they it's like sometimes they get it because like sometimes Hasbro seems to understand bronies, but then they'll do stupid things like like oh well this fighting game might make money and it's not our money so we'll or shut it let, down. Let's trademark the word the word brony. Exactly, like doing stupid things like that. And it's like you. You do realize, like, the Japanese companies... Now, recently, the Japanese companies are getting a little Americanized, but but they, for the most part, they realized if we let this Kamaket thing happen, then we will make shit-tons of money off the merchandise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But well, now we, we've, we've seen Hasbro, now, like, jump the gun a lot of times with the brony thing. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sad, because, you know, like, do you like money? Or, or do you just like spending money to to keep people from giving you money. I'm confused. They like control. Yeah, it, it's well and it's it's and the line that always gets fed is like they have to maintain their trademark and their copyright otherwise they lose it, which is a crock of shit. And I'm sorry. We all know who owns my little pony. And they got shit tons of money so they can protect it. The end of the story. Oh well. Anyway, Looking forward to Homestar Runner. Looking forward to some more strong bad emails. <laughs> I'm hoping Homsar shows back up because he's my favorite. <laughs> I love him. He was a spelling mistake. It's just so great. Yeah, he was. He was the spelling. Like, what was it? The second email. Someone said, "Why do you hate Homsar so much?" And yeah, yeah. He's just like. It's like why? Why don't you go kill him? He's like, you know what? You're right. And he goes, and he he beats Tom. Sorry, drops a weight on him. <laughs> 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 See, is like one of my favorite characters of all time, just because it's like it's just so stupid to make a character based on a, a spelling mistake. Well, what I loved is that in the Christmas special, someone misspelled Yuki. <laughs> yep, and I had to do. It. They said Yuri, and I I was just like, Homsar is my favorite character. I have to do this. <laughs> and my and spray I, in Team Fortress 2 is the picture of Yuki and Yuri kissing. Yes. Yes. It, it's just, I, I had to do it. Cause like, and, and that's why I guess like, I made a reference to Homestar Runner in my cartoon because it's just so great. And it, it just, ah. Yay, it's coming back. So Neil, when is Daisy Ann showing up in uh, Dacian? Um, She isn't. But uh, oh. there, there have been uh, Homestar Runner jokes in comics that I work on, not necessarily to see in, but uh, Crossover Lord. We had a uh, we had this thing every week on uh, on one of the mirrors where we'd have a different uh, banner logo every week. Yes, every I saw week. that. It would, it would be like them coming up with different names for the team that we never settled on a name anyway. But one week it was April Fool's Day, and we had other characters from around the web like it sit in places. One was Homestar Runner, and it was like all these other characters were saying funny things, and then it gets to him, and he's like, "Email." <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. I, I still think you need to have Daisy Ann show up. Uh, that's a little too meta for my series, but I could. There's definitely a, a, a similar joke that we want to do for like the next Mega Crossover, and that's uh, uh, we have this concept called the uh, the Doppelgangers. And it's yeah. like every every character has a has an alternate version of themselves in other universes. That's and, evil. Uh, evil. Well, not necessarily evil, but there there have been other Deceans and 
Um, there actually is like another Decian that came into existence in another comic that uh, I'll tease later in uh, another episode. But anyway, uh, one 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 of the jokes we had we had uh, I had pitched to Kitty Hawk was that like uh, Yuki sees a, a doppelganger of herself and it's the Saint Duck or Yuki. Oh God! <laughs> yes. I'm like we got we got to do it. And I'm gonna pitch gotta to do Al. it. I'll I'll I will take pictures of my action figure and and send it to you because it has I, the back of the costume and everything like that. Yeah, I, I have a 3D I, model. I'm kind of dreading explaining it to Al because it's like, well, it was the series that was kind of pedophile-ish. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, that, uh, it, you know, I may, I may off, have to gloss over that part, but it, it's someone like, ripped off Kitty Hawk's comic and. And, and we're, we're going to reference went out business because they made this movie. Just yeah. say it was, it, just say it's very Japanese. Yeah. That's all you have to leave it at. I really think so. Oh, Uh-oh. yeah. But I think that's how you leave it at. You just say it's Japanese. We'll leave it at that. And I mean, like people are, I've shown it to are like, Ugh, including like people in the chat room. And I recognize it's just, it's just Japanese. I'm sorry. It's just Japanese. They, they don't care. Well, speaking of Flash animation, you know, we guys, we have to do Don Gatto in the next couple of weeks. Oh, Don Is that the Top Cat thing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. They dubbed it into English, didn't they? Yes, for a, for a, a release in England. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> God. That makes sense, though, because they, they but, tend to release, if they want an English version, but they don't want the American market to see it, they release it in Europe. And like in England, <laughs> along with food fight. Yeah, that that is actually a, a tactic. If you want to keep the copyright, you just send it to Britain. It'll never get watched. Yes. <laughs> they do it in Australia too. Like they'll release thing. They used to. Well, I don't know if they do it anymore, but I've I, I've seen things where they release it in Australia just so that they can have an English copyright. So. Is that don't. why the, they sent the Gen Thirteen movie down there? <laughs> I honestly think it might be the reason. Like, you know, it's a way to maintain a copyright. The animated movie? Yeah. It really isn't an animated movie. It's like the first two or three episodes of a series that never got made. That was so terrible. It's like Gen 13, The Sentinels. Yeah. Well, at least it it was the Youngbloods cartoon. Oh, God. You've seen it, right? No, I don't think I want to see it. I've seen it. I've seen the comics, and that's why I don't want to see it. Like no, nothing derivative of this, of this could ever be good. The animation's actually okay for using Rob Liefeld's uh, character models. Oof. Well, of course, because they all they have to do is put a rock in front of the feet. They don't have to draw anything. <laughs> well, you know, most shows are actually like you know medium shots anyway. So yeah, yeah. It's a medium shot. Yes, uh, I just. But back to Homestar, yeah. Looking forward to the return of the Homestar Runners. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Looking, it's going to be good. Most of the output is the Strong Bad emails, but they do they do have holiday cartoons uh, during the periods where they do update because they have taken other hiatuses and like uh, they skip the holiday cartoons if they're not updating. But there are Christmas cartoons and Halloween cartoons that they call December or no way it's Halloween and Decemberween. That's right. Yeah, Decemberween. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I think they do other holidays. But yeah. Those are the big two. Yeah, it's like Christmas for me. I never miss Christmas. 
Yeah, the, the non-holiday big cartoons are kind of rare. Yeah, well, I mean, they they got real. They got like actual paying jobs out of this, so and now they get to come back and and play with it again. Yep, and we're glad for it. So, uh, any other final thoughts on the Homestar Runners? Not really. I know it is just Homestar Runner. I'm just you know. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. so uh, you know, glad for its return. Uh, this is your host Ben. With TV's Mr. Neil. And Kitty Hawk of Sparkling Generation, Valkyrie Yuki, SGVY.com, your one-stop shop for sexy fun. And we're saying goodnight. Goodbye. Goodbye. Never-ending soda. Secret song. Oh, secret song. Rainbow's made of... Oh, sorry. Come check out Comic Connoisseurs. Every week, we take a look at the comics that come out and have a roundtable discussion about an awesome comic topic. Want to join in on the fun? Tell us and you can be on the show. Check us out on iTunes and ComicConnoisseurs.com.
truck door comes in and now!